Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you will always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. Excited to have you back on um, listening to the Legend of the 75th podcast. We have an awesome episode, a former regimental Sergeant Major of the 75th Ranger Regiment, Sergeant Major retired Doug Pallister. Um, he enlisted in the Army in 1983 and was first assigned to the 82nd, then went on from there to three of the 325th Airborne in Vicenza, Italy, and also had a deployment to uh, Desert Storm. In 1992 is when he actually got his Ranger career started in BCO 275. Which platoon, by the way, Sergeant Major? I started in first platoon as a squad leader, then moved to second platoon. As a platoon. Second platoon, the best platoon. All right. Yeah, we all, we all know that. <laughs> and then he was, uh, he was a squad leader and platoon sergeant with a deployment to Haiti. And we'll talk about that. 1997, he went to be the Ranger liaison at DC for Ranger Branch. We will definitely talk about, about that as well. And then 1999, returned as a first art of Charlie Company 275. I didn't realize it until I was going through it, but we actually have a lot of shared like leadership uh, positions within 275. Mm -hmm. And then went to USASMA upon graduating USASMA 124th, 118th. And then finally coming back to 275 as a CSM and then the regimental SAR Major. So SAR Major, it's awesome to have you on Legends today. How are you doing? Good, Mike. Thanks for having me. It's, um, you know, it's an honor. You know, I, I think everybody says it, but, you know, to, I, I'm not I'm not a legend. I'm, I'm here to to tell some stories about the legend of, of the regiment itself and all the all the phenomenal rangers I get to serve with over uh, over the, over my career. So it, it's a pleasure for being here. Yeah, well, we're we're definitely uh, happy to have you on, and I disagree with the legend, uh, you know, the legend status, and I know a lot of people feel the same way, but I will say you gave me one of the most legendary ass chewings I've ever had outside of Bernie Felino. so, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll just have you on. Oh, actually, Bernie Felino and Hugh Roberts, <laughs> but this time, uh, for everybody listening, I don't have a good rebuttal. Uh, for the ash chewing that I received from Sergeant Major Pallister, like I did for Hugh Roberts. So I apologize. I actually deserved this one. <laughs> well, that, well, that's good company to be in. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and, uh, well, and I probably deserved it most of the time from uh, Bernie Foligno as well. So, well, Mike, I, I, I will share with you uh, another thing we have in common. Hugh Roberts gave me a sufficient amount of ash chewings. When I <laughs> so, um, I, I know how you feel. I'll just leave it that way. <laughs> yeah it's funny talking to him now now he's just so cool and calm and you know just relaxed it's uh but i guess that goes for most guys after they retire yeah. 
But, you know, Sergeant Major, if we can, you know, you have a significant career uh, before you actually went to Ranger Regiment. So, I, you know, I want you to I definitely would love to hear you talk about that. You had a lot of time in airborne units and even a deployment before you went to the 75th. Well, you know, I started out as a as a private in the 82nd, um, you know, be all you can be, the, you know, America's God, God of honor and all that good stuff. And, and, and I tell you, it was a great unit. Um, spent five and a half years there. I was in the same platoon. I think I was in two squads. I was in a, in a line squad. I was one of the original saw gunners in the army. Um, you know, I started out as an ammo bearer. It was just a, a great assignment. Um, but, you know, after five and a half years and division reviews and all this big, big army stuff, uh, I felt like I wanted to go somewhere else. So I called branch. I was thinking about, you know, being a drill sergeant, cause that's what everybody did back then. Um, and they told me, unfortunately, I couldn't do that because I was on an assignment to a unit in Italy, <laughs> to hmm. a unit in Italy. Um, what a, and, and what a phenomenal time that was. Uh, you know, when I first showed up, we, we, the goal was to march around Italy with a red beret, as, as bad as that sounds. Training wasn't a big thing. Um, and that was all because of the battalion leadership that we had. Uh, and then we get a guy named John Abizade. Some, some of the people listening to this know him very well. Yeah. As a battalion commander, and and I tell you what, turned the unit around overnight. Uh, it was all about training. It was all about deploying. It was, and it and and I'm glad he did because we get deployed to uh, northern Iraq during the Gulf War, the whole Kurdish thing, um, provide comfort, you know, with the Kurds trapped up in the mountains. So we did the security zone. We were out there with a the mu from the Marines, and uh, yeah, we did that. I think we were there about four and a half, five months. Um, so. You know, great assignment, great unit. Um, couldn't ask for you know a better way to start. Uh, and, you know, and then it was it was before we, we were going to Italy, uh, going to uh, Iraq. Um, Abizade got a bunch of Ranger School slots because I wasn't Ranger qualified um, back then. It wasn't a lot of slots going around, uh, so a bunch of us were going to go. Then we got deployed to Iraq. We came back. They said, "Hey, you're still going to Ranger School in about two months." Uh, I turned around and out of the 11 people that were going, I was the only one that was still willing to go. But they they filled all the slots. Um, we had a bunch of uh, spec fours and sergeants and, you know, we all filled the slots and 10 out of the 11, uh, 10 out of the 11 ended up graduating. Oh, wow. But while I was in Ranger School, um, I met a bunch of I, I met a bunch of young who was they, they they called themselves bat boys at the time. Um, and, and And I found this. This brotherhood I, ne I never knew like existed. Uh, it was all about the Bat Boys, and it didn't matter what squad you were in in Ranger School, what platoon you were in, what company you were in. If there's one thing that brought that group together um, against all others, it was we're from Bat, and it didn't matter what battalion you were from, um, because as we know, outside the regiment, it doesn't matter what side, what battalion you're from. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's. You know, because we're all Rangers when we're outside the regiment. Inside the regiment, my battalion's better than your battalion. My battalion yeah. better than your battalion. Uh, but outside the regiment, don't mess with anybody in the regiment. Um, so I was getting ready to leave Italy, and I knew, you know, these guys were like, hey, you need to come to battalion. Um, some people will hate you because you'd be – I learned another word back then, too. It's called an import. Oh, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, so I, I got back, I called Branch, and uh, I said, hey, I want to go to the Rangers. Um, they said, hey, we can use you. 
uh, we get slots in 375. Um, we'd love to have you go. And uh, so I said, hey, I'm in. And probably about two, three weeks after I called him, uh, my wife was in the Army at the time, too. She was a nuclear weapons specialist. Uh, oh, wow. The, uh, you know, the ones you shoot out of 155s. And they had, a, they had them in Italy. Well, come to find out, they don't have them on Fort Benning. So um, he called me back. He said, hey, I, you know, I can't get you to 375, but I can send you to uh, 2nd Battalion. And I was like, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know anything about the regiment. First, second, third, whatever. Um, so with that being said, that's how I ended up in in 275 um, because of those, you know, those young PFCs and in, in, uh, in Ranger School that said, hey, you know, they, they, they told me about the magic that happens in the regiment. Um, and I saw them perform in Ranger School uh, and it was it was good. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad it, I'm glad it all worked out. So arriving to 275, you know, um, you know, two different kind of questions here. One, you know, what was the feeling when you finally, you know, got to the 75th and you talked about that brotherhood and, you know, that sense of community that, you know, Rangers have, but then also arriving as a, a staff sergeant 11 Bravo, you know, and I'm sure there was probably some moments where, you know, you were, you were overwhelmed um, because, you know, the expectations that are put on, you know, the squad leaders uh, in the unit. The, um, yeah, it was, uh, I felt like I was ready. I, I, mm. I kind of knew what was, uh, you know, I was, I, I, I was in good shape for one. Um, but, you know, it was tough. I mean, coming into the regiment, uh, you know, as everybody's running around with, the, with a, a right shoulder scroll. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, we, you know, we just got back from Panama. I, you know, I watched Panama. Uh, you know, I left the 82nd, um, went to Italy, and six months later, watched my unit jump into Panama. So, you know, pretty much everybody in 275, uh, leader-wise, had, you know, had to scroll. Um, so that's like the first thing that stuck out. Um, but, you know, any unit you go into in the Army, because it is what it is, especially a combat unit, mm -hmm. um, you got to prove yourself. Um, yeah. And, and that's... That's what it, nobody's going to give you anything uh, when they think that, you know, as a squad leader that, you know, your, your squad's going to be providing support, support fire for my squad is, you know, as we go into a building or we go down ranges and objectives. So you got to kind of prove yourself. Um, you know, I didn't have a big, you know, a special ops background, but honestly, back then, um, it was more about going out to South Rainier and sucking, uh, yeah. you know, in, in the rain with your Gore-Tex and your rucksack and, I had a lot of experience with with that, so um, that's true. And then just to add to that, I was I was fortunate because two of the squad leaders I had in my platoon, my fellow squad leaders, one of them, you know, we all know Marty Barreras, mm -hmm. uh, rest his soul. But he was, you know, Marty was a former a former Marine, not an ex Marine, but a former Marine. So he kind of knew serving. And then Dave Fitzsimmons, uh, who actually was, you know, an import fellow 82nd uh, that, you know, was there for about two years. So that kind of helped on the whole transition piece. But This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, 
you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.